0: Welcome, and thanks for listening to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include a deep dive on the markets. Time flies. For example, Thanksgiving week is here already. Debbie Harry, of Blondie fame, is 76 years old. Better.com has already been around for five years. No lender wants to see the word fraud in its history. While folks are watching its merger partner, SPAC, Aurora Acquisition, Better.com has pushed fees and commissions down to zero, which has helped it to do billions of dollars in mortgage originations, refinancings, and title and property insurance sales. It has been many years since Madonna had a hit song, but her name still attracts attention. Her former Miami home, she sold it in 2000, is on the market for $32 million. If you don't mind a drone video shot with lots of W Hotel Elevator-inspired music and a real estate agent that likes to put her hands on her hips, visit robchristman.com for the link, where we also have the latest employment opportunities, lender and broker products and services, and company-sponsored trainings. Economic data this month, so far, has reinforced expectations that fourth-quarter GDP growth will outpace a disappointing third quarter. Early on, we learned that non-farm payrolls were higher than expected, with 531,000 new jobs created in October, and the prior two months were revised upwards by a cumulative 235,000 jobs. The unemployment rate eased to 4.60%, and average hourly earnings were up 4.9% over the prior 12 months. New claims for unemployment insurance hit a post-pandemic low of 269,000 for the week ending October 30th, and carried through to last week's 268,000. With 269,000 before that. Manufacturing data remained strong in October, with 8 of 10 sub-indexes of the ISM Manufacturing Survey in positive territory. The two categories that were not positive were due to ongoing supply chain struggles amid still high consumer demand. A similar story is playing out on the services side of the economy as well. Yet, the supply chain woes continue to dominate economic headlines, and recent economic reports haven't shown any underlying data to suggest things will change soon. The ISM Manufacturing Index, which is still in expansion territory, reinforced that prices are heading higher and delivery times are getting longer. Typically, one would see extended delivery times as a sign that manufacturers were busy with orders. But in this case, the lag is in obtaining the components needed to finish production. Trade deficits have been widening since real imports are higher than pre-pandemic levels as a result of surging consumer demand. For months, Economists have been forecasting that as spending on services ramps back up, the trade-off will ease stress on the supply chain, allowing things to return to equilibrium. But that has yet to happen, as some service providers are turning away work due to struggles getting the necessary inputs to complete work. The labor market remains extremely tight, and small business owners are increasing employee compensation to record levels. As we learned this month, facing the challenges resulting from easy monetary policy and record fiscal stimulus the Fed announced it would slowly reduce its asset purchase program. That hopefully means no taper tantrum. And fortunately for pipeline hedgers, there was little reaction from the market unlike 2013. October's strong retail sales may point to an early start to the holiday shopping season. But the current macroeconomic environment may create uncertainty as to how well retailers will fare this year. By now, consumers are well aware of the supply chain issues wreaking havoc on goods availability and delivery timelines. It is likely that many got an earlier start this year to ensure that they would have what they wanted and pulled forward sales that would have otherwise happened in November and December. Keep in mind, retail sales figures are reported in nominal terms, and consumer inflation is at a 30-year high. Although car sales increased 1.8% in October, prices increased 1.9%. A similar story played out in other key categories. Despite the same headwinds affecting other industries, the number of housing units under construction rose to their highest level since 1974 in October. Mortgage rates remain low and demand for housing remains strong as many people shift where and how they want to live. Economic data over the last week was generally positive and pointed towards higher GDP growth in the fourth quarter versus the third despite the persistent risks associated with increased COVID cases globally. U.S. retail sales increased 1.7% in October, beating market expectations. Industrial production rose 1.6% in October and 5.1% over the last year. Manufacturing output managed to turn positive after two months of declines. New claims for unemployment insurance fell slightly to 268000 and are slowly approaching their pre-pandemic level of the low 200000 Mortgage rates have not moved much since early October and purchase apps were 1.5% higher for the week ending November 12th. Refinance apps were down 5.1% and are roughly 30% lower than one year ago. President Biden is expected to announce his pick for the next Fed chair this week, and it appears he is weighing either reappointing current Chair Powell or selecting Lale Brainard, who's currently on the Fed Board of Governors. On Friday, Fed Governor Waller said that inflationary pressures are becoming more widespread and that the rise in inflation expectations is very concerning. He added that the Fed should consider reducing its balance sheet once asset purchases are fully halted. Vice Chair Clarita also weighed in, saying that it may be appropriate to discuss the pace of the taper at the policy meeting in December. This week's Thanksgiving Week calendar, with markets closed on Thursday, followed by an early close for the bond market on Friday, is packed with data and supply today through Wednesday, although no Fed officials will be speaking. The US Treasury will conduct its month end auctions consisting of one hundred and seventy six billion dollars in two years, five years, and seven years, and twenty four billion dollars reopened two year FRNs. fifty eight billion dollars two years and fifty nine billion dollars in five years will be auctioned today. The economic calendar gets started later this morning with the lone economic release of October existing home sales. The MBS purchase schedule sees the desk in for up to $5.6 billion of 30 or 2% and 2.5%. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse about an eighth and the tenure yielding 1.57 after closing last week at 1.54%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Sometimes, someone unexpected comes into your life out of nowhere, makes your heart race, and changes you forever. We call those people cops. (laughs) If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at com. Visit com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the Daily Mortgage News commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.